T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. B. Mitch and Finley, 106.7 The Fan. You hear the boys from Hall & Oates sing, and that means... Time to talk to our boy Dave Zangaro, covers the Eagles for NBC Sports Philadelphia. Davey Z, what's going on, man? How are you, buddy? What's going on? This is my theme music. I like it at this point. That's right, dude. That's right. <laughs> it's um, a Philly thing, huh, Dave? Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, dude, what was the vibe like at the link Saturday night? Was that, I mean, was that place just bananas? It was, it was pretty crazy. Uh, it kind of reminded me of the NFC Championship game five years to the day before it was the same score to 38 to seven. Yeah. Uh, it it, kind of felt the same because they they got off, they got this big lead and it was like a party in the building. The only difference was this time there was no trophy presentation. So everyone was gone by the, uh, the final whistle, but uh, man, yeah, it was a, it was a fun game and uh, the Eagles played their best game of the season. And that's got to feel pretty good once they do it in the playoffs. Yeah. I, I, I was driving home, um, I think it was Friday, and they, I saw this little post with Brian Dawkins, Brian uh, Westbrook, and also Chad. I think Chad Lewis, right? Uh, and I got fired up, so I figured I know the stadium was going to be hyped. Oh, man. It was, yeah, it was something else. I can't wait to see what it's like on Sunday. Uh, that place gets rocking. It's, it's a good atmosphere. It's a tough place to play. Uh, I think a lot of times the home field advantage stuff kind of gets overblown in the NFL a little bit, but. I think it did make a difference on Saturday, and I think it's going to matter on Sunday too, especially when you're you're talking about two really good teams. I think the two best teams in the NFC all season, really. Uh, the margin for error is going to be really slim, and any advantage you can get in that one is a big deal. Um, so let, let's go through any real injuries of note Saturday night. It seemed like everybody got through pretty healthy. I thought Jalen Hurts looked fantastic. Um what does it look like now for, for the Eagles getting ready to host the Niners that have been great? Yeah, they're, they're pretty healthy. The, uh, the one question mark is still Avante Maddox, their nickel cornerback. Uh, he's getting closer. I don't know if he'll be ready for championship game, but uh, they're, I mean, they still have 21 of 22 opening day starters healthy, which is That's almost crazy. unheard of. That's yeah. um, they've been so healthy this year, and Jalen looks pretty good. On Saturday, we thought he would, but the one that really surprised me, I'll be honest with you, how good Lane Johnson There you go. Uh, He's playing through a torn adductor in his groin. It's an injury I don't think most guys would even try to play through. Uh, And he was great. I mean, now he's going to have a bigger test this weekend with with Nick Bosa, but um, not bad pass rushers with the Giants, with Thibodeau and Aziz Ojolari, and he held them in check all game. 
He had uh, 26 reps in pass pro. He didn't give up a single pressure. He was great in the run game. I mean, just a, an absolutely uh, almost like a heroic performance <laughs> from Lane Johnson. If he can do this the next couple games, uh, it's going to go down as like an all-time playoff run for any Eagle ever. Um, it, it's, it's impressive that he's been able to play through it, and they're just so much better with him on the field. And you normally wouldn't think about an offensive lineman, one offensive lineman meaning that much to a team, but it's pretty clear when they're on the field, they're just a much different team. All right, so let's talk about what the Eagles did incredibly well against the Giants. The Giants were outmatched from the break. Um, The Eagles just ran the football so well. 44 carries, 268 yards on the ground. (laughs) Um, Averaged over six yards per carry. Kenny Gainwell had 12 attempts for 112 yards, averaging yeah. nine a pop. Um, Sanders was awesome. Hertz was good. Boston Scott was good. Can you re- replicate that against the Niners, or at least get close to that against a San Fran team that really, really defends much better than the Giants? Yeah, if replicating it's going to be hard to do against San Francisco. Uh, but you feel pretty good with the Eagles' offensive line against pretty much anyone in the league. I mean, this is what they do. They have uh, the best right tackle in football, the best center in football, and then three other really good pieces on that line. So they feel like, you know, no matter who they play, they have an advantage. And even though Jalen didn't put up big numbers in the run game, his presence in the run game means everything. I mean, the the fact that teams have to defend him on the backside constantly just changes the numbers. Uh, So even when he's not putting up, big stats in the run game. Just know that like everything they do running the football, it's not just because of him, but it, it matters. And him looking healthy, and he had a few runs early in that game. And once he had those runs early, you thought, okay, this is going to change the dynamic of how the Giants have to defend, and it did. Uh, and I think that's still going to be the case with San Francisco. That's the one thing I'm really curious to see. Uh, the 49ers have been outstanding uh, in their run defense this year, but they haven't really played a mobile quarterback. They they caught fields really early in the season, so I almost throw that one out the window. So I don't know what it's going to look like against Jalen Hurst and against his offense when he's such a factor. Uh, it's going to be one of the biggest matchups to watch in this game, though, for sure. Wait, flip it over, and Rock Purdy has played well, very well. And, uh, you know, everyone keeps saying he's going to wake up. Do the Eagles have enough defensively to finally make him have that rookie game? I think so. And, and I look, I give Brock Purdy a ton of credit. He, what he's doing is, is pretty amazing. But if you watch the games, there are plays to be made by the defense and they're just not making them. Like how, Trayvon Diggs in yeah, the red right zone the had hand. the chance to pick yeah. off the ball. Yep. The week before, Seattle had a, a couple picks that they dropped. So uh, he's making some decisions and some throws that the other team's just not capitalizing on. And that's not to say the Eagles definitely will, but I feel pretty confident watching him in the playoffs that there are turnover-worthy plays coming from Brock Purdy, and if the Eagles can just capitalize on one or two of them, it could really swing a game. I talked about how close I think it's going to be. These two rosters are stacked with talent. Um, The schemes are both very, very good. So uh, one turnover could be the difference in this thing, and if the Eagles just capitalize on one of those mistakes, they have a chance to really flip the table here. It it is crazy. With the Niners coming in, and it's a really tight spread. I think it's less than three points, right? Two, two and a half, depending where. Two and a half, I just saw, yeah. Yeah, I mean, just 
knowing this Eagles team as well as you do, and and I, I'm assume Philly, did Philly play San Fran this year because I know the Commanders did. Or no, oh, they didn't. Oh, I guess that was the third place matchup. That makes sense. Yeah. Um. So, what are you going into this matchup like? What does Philly need to do to get to the Super Bowl? I think turnovers are key. I mean, if you lose a turnover battle in the NFC Championship game against a really good team, you're probably losing the game. So uh, that's first and foremost. But uh, I think these teams are pretty evenly matched. I mean, when the Eagles are on offense and the 49ers are on defense, I mean, that is that is prime football. I mean, I can't wait to see what happens there. Uh, the 49ers' defense is just a juggernaut. They play so physical. Uh, D'Amico has those guys playing at a crazy high level, but the Eagles' offensive scheme has been outstanding this year. Shane Steichen, the offensive coordinator play caller, has done a masterful job. So that's what I'm just excited as a fan, as a football fan, to get to watch that. Um, But I think the two areas where the Eagles have a decided advantage, and these are two areas that I think are important, game management and quarterback play. Uh, As great as Shanahan has been, we've seen some decisions that are head-scratchers, and Uh, They didn't bite them last night, you know, but there are moments where you're thinking, eventually, he's going to screw this up. Uh, I'd call it coaching scared, but it's just his style, right? It's just uh, he kind of errs on the side of being a little more cautious. And in a game against a really good team, that could hurt them. And then the quarterback play. You know, Brock Purdy hasn't done anything to lose games, and he's played well enough to win some of these. But Jalen Hurts, the moment's not too big for him. And if you're trying to, like, say – who has the tie break here? I'll give it to the better quarterback. And I just think Jalen's played at such a high level. It's crazy to think the Giants game was his second playoff game. He's 24 years old, and you didn't even think about it because he was so poised in that game. So uh, I'm trying to look at this as um, unbiased as I can, and that's what I keep coming back to is game management and quarterback play. And I think the Eagles have an advantage in both. I got to look at all these weapons that you have on the field, but it can come down to which tight end has a better game because looking at Kittle and then looking right up there in Philly, two great tight ends. Schultz was open all night for him, but he just didn't know what to do once he got the ball in his hands. So I, I think those two tight ends, that play, the play of that position can decide this football game. Yeah, and they're, they're fun tight ends because they're complete tight ends. And – Kittle was kind of the, the comparison that we went to with Goddard when he came in the league. Was you know he has this ability to be such a dynamic blocker, not just in space but at the line of scrimmage, and also uh, big playability. He can run those seam routes better than anyone in the league. So yeah, those two players in particular. Now, if you look at you know who's better equipped to handle them, the Eagles have been good against tight ends this year, but I think they're a little more susceptible. Their linebackers aren't as good in coverage. You look at. San Francisco 49ers linebackers in coverage. I mean, Fred Warner. Unbelievable. Marion C.D. Lamb 30 yards down the field. Lying. That is, down the seam. Unbelievable. <laughs> that is not normal, uh, Nick. There's no one else in the league doing that. So uh, the middle of the field probably better for the 49ers. Hafanga is maybe a little more susceptible in coverage, but certainly uh, flying around the field. Uh, but the Eagles, you know, C.J. Gardner-Johnson is pretty good in the middle of the field. Kaiser White, though, they're, they're, uh, they're world linebacker, probably a little more susceptible if they can get him into some mismatches, and I think that's what the 49ers will try to do, whether it's with Kittle or uh, Christian McCaffrey, try to get him in space and, and beat up on him there a little bit. But it all kind of balances out because I feel like the Eagles have the better corners, right? 
certainly in Slay and Bradbury. Yeah. Uh, but the 49ers middle of the field on defense is better. It's, uh, there's so much talent on these rosters. I can't wait to watch this game. Mm-hmm. There, I mean, there is serious talent on, on both those rosters. Um, talking with our friend Dave Zangaro, NBC Sports Philadelphia. You can give him a follow at Dave Zangaro, NBCS. Can we go a little bit around the league? I, I, I got to ask you what you thought of Dak's performance and particularly the final play call for the Cowboys. <laughs> I mean, I'll start with that final play call. It's the, what are you doing? Like, and look, it doesn't, it, it shouldn't overshadow the ineptitude before that point, but what the heck? You have one play, you had a year after that disaster last season in the playoffs, and that's what you came up with? Right. Uh, Zeke has to be, like, right. Zeke's like, what are you doing to me? Why am I getting bulldozed as a center? Uh, how about really Schultz, clean. by the way, prior to the disaster oh. play? How about him just not having down, dog. the awareness uh, to let the to, – to let the corner hit him backwards, and then the other one to just not even drag the toe. Yeah, and then, I mean, you had the 49ers, Elijah Mitchell, staying in bounds yeah. to even set up. I'd like to thank Elijah Mitchell, though, because he gave us that last play. We wouldn't have seen that <laughs> formation otherwise. Uh, but just a lot of, like, weird situational things in that game that, you know, I bet you the Eagles were watching that going, well, we're going to hammer situational football this week and make sure our guys know what to do in, in key moments. Uh, but as far as that goes, what a regression from this guy. The yes. one thing you could always say about him was that he was efficient. Uh, and he's not efficient anymore. He's just he's throwing a ton of picks. He's making mistakes. He looks like a shell of the guy he once was. I, they are like the Cowboys right now are just stuck in this, in the worst place to be as an NFL franchise, just in this mediocre territory where they don't have a quarterback that's good enough. They don't have a head coach that's good enough. They have a lot of talent, but it's only going to get them so far. Uh, and it's it's to me that's like that's you're you're in the worst possible spot as an NFL franchise. At least if you stink, you tear everything down and you start over. But I don't think they're going to do that. Yeah, uh, it's kind of hard for them to do it with all those people they have. But like you said, their guidance doesn't seem to be proper. Yeah, it's it's a tricky thing. I, I know uh, Jerry Jones said that game wouldn't. Uh, affect Mike McCarthy's job status, but does anyone really believe they're getting over the hump with him as the head coach? No, I, I know that's harsh, but it's like that's they're not. They're just not going to do it. They're going to keep choking when it matters. And uh, for the rest of the NFC East, that's great. But for for them, I you know I they need to be better. Who would you rather have, Kirk or Dak? <laughs> <laughs> um, ugh. <laughs> Yo, and you know uh, what? You know what? That is perfect to encapsulate life for Commanders fans that would take either of them. At this point, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, um, but you got to just – but at least the Commanders can can look at it and go, well, we need to find someone else. Like, we need to find a guy. Yeah. <laughs> Been saying that for 25 years. You got to find a guy. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. Last one, and I'm curious – this is a vibe check on the city of Philadelphia. Does it feel like it did a couple years ago? Like like the, the Foles run? Yeah, 2017, does it feel like that? It's a little different because that year uh, they play the underdog card. People yeah. really were counting them out. I mean, no one thought they were going to go on that run. This year they're, they've been 
the best team in the conference all year. So they've had that target on them. So it's a little bit different, but uh, yeah, the city right now is, it's a fun place to be. And uh, the way they won that game only added to it. Uh, it this week is going to be a lot of fun. I, I think there was a little trepidation about facing the 49ers because they're a really good team. I think they're a, a bigger test this time than the Vikings were five years ago with old Kirk coming to town. Um, but the the vibe is strong here in Philly, and uh, it, it's a fun time for sure. Sirianni seems like he's pressing all the right buttons. Is that that's my he view is. of it from the outside? He is, and and I talked about situational football. Uh, him handing over play. We've talked about this before, but him handing over play calling last year helped the Eagles so much. And it's, I think that we always talk about the play calling aspect of it. Shane Steichen's done such a good job, and he really has a feel for for calling those plays. But the flip side of that is Sirianni now has been so locked in on all those situations. Uh, they've been really good. His decision making has been on point all season. We haven't had a lot of Monday morning quarterbacking where you're going, man, he really messed up this decision. They should have gone for it here. They should have punted here. Uh, there hasn't been a lot of that. He's been aggressive, but uh, you should be aggressive when you have a good offense like this. And I, I feel like he's made the right call pretty much all year. And he's been fun. He's a little dorky, right? Like, <laughs> un- undoubtable that he's a little dorky, but he's fun and he's having fun. And the players seem to enjoy him and some of the things he's doing, whether it's uh, that goofy like head shake into the camera or wearing C.J. Gardner-Johnson's giant chain after the game. <laughs> They're buying in, and that's really all that matters. Yeah. 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 The, Get your players to love you. Yeah, that's the, all that, that matters. If you're winning, goofy stuff is fun. It works. If you're losing, goofy exactly. stuff is corny yeah. and lame. The players <laughs> wouldn't even let him wear the chain. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, Dave, enjoy this week, Appreciate dude. You, Dave. And uh, maybe we'll see you in Arizona. Who knows? All right, sounds good, guys. Take All care. Right. Right, That's brother. our guy, Dave Zangaro. You can give him a follow at Dave Zangaro, NBCS. Second time in five years he's covering an NFC championship game. You know how many playoff wins I've covered in 10 years? Two. Wins? Not games. Two. Wins. Wins? You say win. You say playoff games at first. Wins? Oh, maybe one. Zero. In the last five years, none. I did cover the Ravens win. When they went to Pittsburgh and well, beat the Steelers in 2013. Well, I know what you mean. So if it's the last five years wins here, none. Last five. Last ten. Last 15. They haven't won a playoff game since 2006. I thought they won one with Joe. That's, 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 that's been that long. I, mean, I think it was it was either, I think it was the 2006 season and the, they won the game in a January of 07. <laughs> a long time. People are probably driving. Man, not quite, right? Be turning 16 now? Yeah. Good God. Uh, what the the opposite of the commander's playoff record, which is futile, is something that's cool, something that gets awards and noticed. How about the cloakroom? Nominated multiple times for best overall gentlemen's club in the country, and it just got even better. Located at 4th and K Northwest, the cloakroom is the first gentlemen's club in the U.S. to have a sports book. That's right. Place wagers at traditional betting windows or kiosks while enjoying the entertainment. If you're not into that, you take an elevator upstairs to the beautiful year-round climate-controlled sportsbook and lounge called Over Under. It has a state-of-the-art retractable roof and TVs showing all the NFL games. They've got hard-to-find liquor, a killer bourbon selection. They've got drink specials every weekend. They had $5 Tito's. I was there Saturday night at Over Under at the sportsbook. 
We had a ball. Bees was in there with us giving out winners. Shout out Mike Beasley, MGM National Harbor, just giving out winners Saturday night. Um, we had a blast in there. My, my boy Tony Cavasios is one of the owners. And uh, Jeff, uh, Tony was listening to the program this morning and heard about your stellar record in the uh, in the weekend parlay. And he said, you let Jeff know he's welcome at over under any time to put his wagers in. All right, buddy? I bet I am. <laughs> but I will. <laughs> I love that place, man. It's easy. It's right downtown. Awesome vibe. Check them out. CloakroomDC.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile. Get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.